are listening to the Connections Through Creativity podcast. Here, we dive in deep into personal growth, creativity, inclusion, education, mental health, entrepreneurship, connection, community, and how we can make a positive impact. I'm your host, Rebecca Jane, founder of Rebecca Jane Art, a community director creating and helping others create radical change in their community with a love of living a creative life through joy, growth, and making a positive impact in the world. Art is the catalyst for creating connections. Everyone is an artist and everyone deserves a safe place to feel and be creative, included and heard. When we create connections through creativity, we are opening an inclusive environment to improve mental health, education, creativity in our community. If you would like to become a certified Rebecca Jane Art Inclusive Community Art Instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit RebeccaJaneArt.ca. Are you ready? Let's get creative. Pre-sales are underway at the Great Canadian Woman, She is Strong and Free, Volume 2. Get your hands on a signed copy in time for the holidays by ordering before November 9th. My story is about the journey I took through starting my business and saying yes to my mental health and my story. The stories of the 18 women are such raw, relatable, and vulnerable stories that will help others just like you. Pre-order your signed copy today at rebeccajaneart.ca. Well, hello, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Um, I know that you're listening because I have had over 150 downloads, and I'm so excited that you're all listening and tuning in every time I have a podcast. It is so amazing. Um, I'd love to hear from you. If you love tuning into my podcast, please take a minute to rate and review on iTunes. This helps me inspire others just like you so that other people can find me too. And I just love to hear about what you love hearing about. So please connect. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so today we're talking about community where it's at. Uh, community right here where you are right now. Um, community has many meanings for me. Um, the focus of communities and particularly rural communities has been a huge part of my business. Uh, but it's shifted quite a bit since uh, covid I always made connections within my community and made connections through my inclusive art classes, uh, which is, it has since changed from inclusive art classes to inclusive community art classes um, because of the enlightenment that COVID gave me the new perspective. Um, I had a huge new perspective of community since COVID. Um, I've moved around many times growing up, so I've never had um this is the most I felt home but it was always something that was I just moved around a lot so uh, I was born in Ontario and then I lived in Manitoba and then Arkansas in the states (laughs) uh, Missouri and then New Brunswick which is where I am now um and all all of the cities that I lived in were small and I moved in a lot of houses within uh these cities uh except for Winnipeg I guess I lived in a lot of houses in Winnipeg, but I just mean I would consider Winnipeg maybe not a small city. Um, 
but my community in Winnipeg was very small. Um, I was very, I, I, our community was where we were. We're just, it was just a small, it was a little big community, but it was very tight knit, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Um, so from high school onward, I lived in Fredericton, uh, New Brunswick. Uh, it's a small, beautiful city. Uh, but when my partner and I decided to move, uh, we found our home outside of town. <laughs> uh, it was a nuisance to live outside of town, we were warned. And I, as I started my business, uh, my classes, everything that I did had to be in town for everyone else's convenience. So I would drive so much, lugging everything with me wherever I go, um, and my community was growing and I was, I was outside of it. I was bringing people in to where they were, um, not growing where I was at. Um, but during COVID, as things started to reopen in our province, um, I just wanted to make some changes. And these changes, I wasn't sure I would have realized I needed before the ability to step back that, co- excuse me, that COVID gave me. Um, so I started shopping around for a new location, something that I could host all my programs in one beautiful and inclusive space. I reached out to a local community center uh, that's new and had already started taking action on DEI or diversity, equality, and inclusion programming. So the community building is hosted by a government committee, which um, I was expected to present my business to. Naively, (laughs) I asked who was attending the meeting um, and they said the mayor of Hanwell was one of the people listed um, among many other uh, government committees members. Um, but my mind reeled at the fact that there was a mayor, <laughs> the mayor of Hanwell. Like that was a huge realization for me. It really made me step back and realize that my community is right here. We aren't outside of Fredericton. In fact, our community we have our own community. We have a mayor and we have a school being built. Homes with over 5,000 residents plus all the neighboring communities that surround us, which I'm actually technically not in Hanwell. But um, this it was a huge shift for me. Like our communities are right here, right beside us, right here with us. And they've been here all along. And being underserved because I chose to convenience the town folk (laughs) instead of my neighbors, right? There's 5,000 people here. So the rural communities, they just, they often go underserved. Uh, We already have to travel to uh, to our programs to get groceries often, health care, no taxi service, no movie theaters or Uh, excessive entertainment that cities have like we just don't have those things Uh, and if we do it's very limited but there are people and there are needs that are not being met mental health community education creativity and inclusivity being unnoticed or not properly attended to without the resources available there is often less room for diversity and inclusion in here too We all need to serve where we are at. It's so amazing to see that the shift in my mindset of outside to right here. It's like, 
my view of the community and others, others' communities, it became so much more real. Anytime I mentioned this to somebody too, it's, they have the similar aha moment and they say it, or, or they say it's very common mindset to believe that we're outside of the city instead of seeing the community where we are. Um, I went from screaming to everyone in the huge area, everyone from inside town to outside town, all over like various communities. I was like just screaming, somebody come. But I, but now here when I really focused on where my community is, I'm able to narrow down my target market in size, demographic, and the needs that are here right beside me. So I can ask myself, what are the needs that aren't being met? Who is other and is needing connection to? I've been able to take the time to think about the gaps. Who isn't in the community? Why aren't they in the community? And what would others, or would others come and stay? Would they feel safe? Community isn't just about who is physically there, but also the lack of representation too. The community of Hanwell and its close surrounding areas is mostly comprised of young, white, English, heterosexual couples with children between the ages of 0 to 18 or uh, older white adults ages 60 plus. So why are there gaps? Um, Who is not being served and why? How can our community be open to diversity, equality, and inclusion? Our community just fought so hard uh, the last few years, maybe even longer, um, about getting a school uh, because our children, uh, which is most of us have kids between zero and 18, would have to travel on the bus for over an hour to get to school in town. And then that school was overflowing. It is, I should say, is overflowing and They've had to build on and build on and they're crowded and it's not good. (laughs) Um, And it's just, it's hard to serve everybody in that space because they're cramming everybody into there. So our community was like, okay guys, we need, we need a school here because there's so many people that need this. So because uh, our community was able to gather together and build a school. So and it was also to help all the surrounding uh, Hanwell area too. So this is, it, it's amazing to see the community and their needs and we can bring together. But what also is not there, right? Um, inclusive community arts classes, we can make an impact wherever we are. But specifically, uh, like wherever you are, so we can, we can, we can make these classes and, and, cities and big cities and small cities but the focus on rural communities I think is just so important because of the general lack of diversity inclusion and opportunity that is generally seen in rural areas there's so much happening and so many amazing things that are already happening in cities in our country but I really believe that we need to start focusing and creating communities that are already there in the rural areas that need it most Knowing our community, where we are at, gives us a better insight to our community, gives us more opportunity for growth, 
gives us a more defined target market and helps us make, create a bigger impact. So start checking your language around the way you talk about your community. See where you are. See what is directly around you in your neighborhood, in your community, um, what community, take the time to notice what you have around you. So like, are there churches, are there community centers, shops, um, even home businesses that are around you. I know there's a woman down the street from me that does um, Reiki and there is a new um, campground down the street from me, which I'm so excited because now they also have a bar. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> a bar in my community. And I think that was a big eye opener for me too. Cause I was like, in my mind, my little tiny community could never even have that, but we do. How cool is that? So they can serve the people that are right around us by hosting. It's not just a bar. It's like a community a community center. They have uh, lots of fun things like, um, oh, what did they, oh, sk like skidoo racing and, and like, or uh, events and stuff. They have campgrounds. They have those, um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name, but they're like the cool little round um, glamping, I think. I want to say it's glamping and like little huts and stuff. So you can use this building all year round, even though it's a campground. So it's so cool. Anyway, sorry, I just went on about how cool that was um <laughs> but like just see what's around you right um they're there people are there and just start making the connections start building that community that's around you right so it's really amazing what you can do where you are already at all right so that's all for today um just a short little episode and I will be back in two weeks. I have some exciting, exciting um, people coming on. I'm just, I'm ecstatic to, for you guys to listen to the next couple episodes. Um, I have some guest speakers. I'm just so excited to make the connections and share them all with you. So until next time, stay creative. Bye. joining me today. If you would like to become a certified inclusive community art instructor to make a radical impact in your community, please visit rebeccajaneart.ca. All of the links from this episode are in the show notes. If you love this episode, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything at Rebecca Jane Art. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, happy creating.